I guess a good place to start is asking you, I guess a good place to start is asking, what do you believe the impact of education is on boys? Education has been um, the main factor to actually obliterate um, the minds of the young people today because um, you are taken away from from your parental education at a very tender age, you know, the age where you actually need to learn from your parents. And that's when they put you into a school. Now they put you into an institution that is not a parental institution, neither is any person from that institution from your community or from your family. So there is nobody there that will understand your basic needs. So I think um, um, the secular education, what we call education today, is the reason why most of us have lost our roots. That is my honest opinion on that. And you mentioned roots, and when you mention roots, I immediately think something cultural, even though this isn't focused on, let's say, the Caribbean or Africa, everybody has some kind of culture. Yep. Do you feel here, we're currently in the UK, mm. when you talk about roots in the UK, what would you be referencing? I'll be referencing to parental education. What your father has to teach you so you can learn to either become like him or better than him, not a teacher, because that is just... I don't know me, a paid operative to do a job. He might do his job. He might not do his job. He's not your father to start with. He's paid to teach you, not to educate you as your father. Do you feel that education has simply, it just simply moves people through the workforce? Yeah. I mean, education... What is education? Education is the base of the machine that runs, I don't know me, the dynamics of the outer world. You need you need doctors, you need computer engineers, you need laborers, you need road workers, you need farmers. It is just the outside engine. It's the economic. They prepare people according to where they want to fit them into the mechanic. You know, that's what I think. Maybe the biggest question is, what do we need academic institutions for and what don't we need them for? To be honest... For for example, mm. if you want to be an artist, you don't necessarily have to go to school to be an artist. Yep. If you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer... It's highly likely you're going to have to go to school to be those professions. Yep. But there are many, many professions that actually you don't need to go to school for. Yep. And so would you suggest that parents, if you're raising boys or raising young children, to think about alternative methods of education? I think the best form of education okay, is mouth to ear, okay? Because I want to teach my child 
what I know, not what somebody told me about myself. You know, to me, that is the basis of education. We all want our children to grow and become happy and become successful. Um, unfortunately, we have not been able to achieve that ourselves. So what are we educating our children for? I think we need to teach our children how to be happy. Because the end source of every product is happiness. How about we teach them now how to find happiness within themselves? How not to compete with others? How not to seek validation from other. But just know that you are you. You are worthy. You are human too, like every other person. And your opinion matters. You count. What do you believe young boys and young men are learning now? Um, how to play video games. <laughs> yeah. Um how to eat unhealthy food, how to run away from their own responsibilities, how to blame every other person for their own shortcomings, and yeah, basically how, how just to be mentally lazy. That's all they are doing now. Was it like this for you growing up? Did you grow up? You didn't grow up in the UK, did you? So how was how has education differed over time? And obviously we're talking about two different countries here. Yeah. I grew up in Cameroon and this is um the early eighties because initially I was born in seventy-eight. So by the age of five I was finding myself at school. Which um to me was fun because you know at home it was very strict. Okay. Like there was, you know, mommy, mommy is very, even up to date, she is, she is a powerhouse, okay, and she is so devoted to her faith, you know, you cannot move her, you know, but that's the kind of education I grew in. So to me, going to school was actually like, wow, freedom from jail, <laughs> damn, you know, so... Very early at school, I I was I was probably at um, my second year at school. I learned the basics of education. Okay, you just needed to be the friend of the teacher. Okay, to know that well, you are sure to go to the next class, and then you know, don't be naughty in, in class. That's all, and that's all I did. And then I was listening to the teacher because. I have bad, I have poor sight, you know, so I can't see right up to the board. That's right from, from, from teenage. And we are not used to wearing glasses there. So my job was just to listen. And that's why I just keep going from class to class. Not that I was really paying attention to what was going on, if I'm honest. Can we explore that more about not paying attention to what was going on and how that influenced you in your life? And maybe how that influences boys in school today? Yeah. Um, well, like I said earlier, the realization that the school was actually a playground in a military camp. Okay. So, like, once you are in class, you become a military person. You just listen. Once it's break time, you are the craziest guy outside. 
once he's back to class he just be quiet and listen you know now um i did quite well okay academically yeah considering when i started my basic language is french okay so again the focus was not in education because um in cameroon you had the option of becoming either a lawyer or a journalist by following arts um, um subjects or become a geographer by following geography um scientists by following maths and physics so it is all structured categorized in you know who goes where who goes where and then they will just throw the subject there it's just like a ballot pick what suits your own stupidity you know and then um some of us who were just like okay because I can't even see on the board. So things like maths, it's just a nightmare even when you say maths, you know, because I can't see what you're writing, bro. You know, you can't read it to me and I will not understand. So what's the point? I focus on the art subjects, which are more listening comprehension. And that is how I had my grades. I was very good in everything arts-wise. I was pretty rubbish in maths. Okay, basically, I was studying maths all the year to go and pass the exam. But not that I will use maths for anything in my life, although it regulates my life, but I can't change it. Coming back to the UK, you mentioned about taking young boys away from the parents and the parents are not able, at least it's not, not as much to be parents and to guide their children to play devil's advocate. What many would argue is no parents still have time and they're still responsible for teaching and educating their children. What would you say to that? Yeah, bro. I like that. You know, now let's come to, to the basic structural and structuralization of the family unit. Okay. In the UK, Okay, we are talking about family units in the UK. Now we have very, very different family structure in the UK than I think in anywhere else because we are in a multifunctional society. It's a society that's working 24 hours a day. Okay, so now the parent in the UK has got a bigger problem than a parent in a lesser developed country because the little time he's got in his hand is called work. Okay. When he gets back home from work, a physical work, he needs to rest. Now, comparing taking a rest and properly educating your child on anything i don't think a tired mind gives better advice so already the society has placed a parent in 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 i don't know in a very uncomfortable situation i see some mothers today they give birth um two months later yes they have to go to work because they have to start looking after that child they give birth to. Now, that is a societal problem. 
it is not down to the parent because the parent don't have anything else they can do to survive or make their kids have the life they can have if they don't work. The reason why they send them to school to fit in the machinery. And what you're saying is that if you have a kid, it's extremely difficult to take care of your kid without one putting them in the machine of education and two spending most of your time working a job to just keep things going yep so you don't have time to take care of you your don't even have time for the child anymore because the child becomes a burden you see you were struggling with yourself to start with then all of a sudden you have a child double struggle you know, and then a system is there to oppress you continuously. Do you know the number of vaccines you have to take your child to at a very tender age? You, a working father. I don't think this these issues are expressed, especially here in the UK. Maybe enough, because mm-hmm. this is because this is not just you know a a black person issue. This no, is, no. This, even though we're focused on men and boys, this is not just yeah. a men and boys issue. This is families. Like yeah. families are being impacted and the families being impacted the most actually low income, middle, low income families. Thank you. Thank you. And these are the families that generally rely on the machine to survive. You know. The economic machine put in place. You see, from the disruption, okay, of the normal growth of the child, they transform you into a mini soldier. From the mini soldier, you become part of a machine. And guess what? You stay part of that machine until you can't work anymore. And then they tell you, oh, you have a little pension. Now you get your pension. You are too old to do anything. You have to go to a care home. Now you go to a care home for there to start anything. You have to sell your house or use all of your pension to look after yourself in your old age. So please tell me, why did you go into that system in the first place? Because you are born to die. And these are hard pills to swallow for many people, especially many people in quote unquote developed nations. Because these these are not issues happening worldwide. These are issues happening in places like the US, like, like the UK. It's happening in some of the wealthiest countries in the world. Do you think that's a byproduct of the way these countries have been developed? It is the byproduct of the lie that is going on around, if I want to put it quite bluntly. Okay. Because the purpose of education has been to limit our beliefs. Now, tell me something, okay? Something different, yeah? Let's, 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 if you allow me to scatter the water a little bit here, let's play in the mud, okay? Now, somebody is called a religious person, a pastor, okay? Now, my definition of pastor will be someone who can teach you to God, right? A pastor is someone who can guide you or lead you to God, yes? Yeah. 
But now all of a sudden, that same pastor is telling you somebody who is believing in another God. That is a wrong person because um, now gods are different. Yeah. So again, that is another system in another system fitting a mechanic. Right. And you're using educate. You're using religion as another form of education. So the education not, we, yeah. we we were speaking about initially was, I guess, academic education, if you want to call it that. Yeah, the yeah. education you're talking about now is religious education, which is still just education, but a different type of teaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we map out, you know, most where we're in London, but if you take the UK, most families you and you and I might not might know, or a lot of families that across the UK, they spend a lot of young boys, a lot of young men spend most of their week in school. Mm-hmm. And they have the weekend to go if, to church. To go to church, if they have and Bible classes, yes, Bible classes, not Bible education, Bible classes. You see how they're changing the term. You go to school, you enter a class. No, no, no. In church, we don't do classes. Classes is for school. Yeah, or they educate people only in school. Here, we only talk about God in classes same system different name and what impact again does this have on young boys and men realize we are still on about how to how to educate how to elevate the black young man to find themselves, to find their true potentials, right? Yeah. Now, the secular education part of it, we have already seen their feelings. Okay. The religious part of the education is still, again, the dumping of your own memory, right? Because what do they come to teach you about? They tell you, okay, yes, the the, the, the head of the house is the man, Right? brother tell me between me and you is the head of the man the house in england i mean if anyone knew if anyone's married they will know who the head of the house is yeah <laughs> but that's coming from a certain culture we live in england yeah this is england bro you tell me look around you is the head of the house the man in england in england yes lest i forget the queen is a woman start thinking bro yeah. Mm. The queen is a woman. Okay. The last prime minister was a woman. Boris is still just dancing. You know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Is the head of the house the man in England in the United Kingdom? Well, it seems it seems like on that logic, is the woman is the head of the household. Thank you. Let me tell you the classification of the family. Yeah. In the UK, the child comes first. Okay. Next in line is the woman. Go and try anyone. You will know that the weaker vessels and they will remind you. The third comes the pet. Okay. They look <laughs> after your pet more than you. Then you come. Okay. Well, there will be a boy's son. Okay. After the pet. But then you are last on the chain. That's the man in the UK. We have no value. Okay. 
Has it always been like that? Um, that has been the culture since since the movement um, and the 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 the, the um, this women movement. What was it again? The Women Day movement, the celebration of the Women Day. So okay. to to continue to explore that, mm. women. It's still education. At least, at least in this part of the world, women had their movements because yeah, yeah, they were yeah. restricted out of areas of society by men. Mm-hmm. So men controlled areas of society and discriminated heavily against women, which is why women had their movements. So maybe our, our darts again has it has it always been like that. Can I can I can I challenge your thoughts a little bit? Yeah. Now, yeah, we are talking about men yeah. being discriminative against women. Mm-hmm. Okay, in certain positions. Okay, have we ever thought that the bosses of those men were actually women who stopped other women from getting anywhere close to their title? That is why they promoted men. I would before before I ascribe to that thought I would definitely have I haven't read any research or history books where that was the case but I'm sure there are cases like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To what extent Listen. I would have to research to what extent but I'm sure there are cases like that. Bro, let's dip a little bit here. History is always written by the winners, right? Yeah. No one ever found the body of Adolf Hitler, right? Yeah. But you and I know Adolf Hitler lived healthily and very old in Argentina, right? Yeah. Thank you. It is still written. We all read. No, You didn't create anything I didn't create. They wrote it somewhere. We read. So nobody can challenge us. And it is online for anyone to verify, right? Yeah. I know even more on that topic, but let's leave it to education. Okay. Now that is something we have read. Okay. Some people say, oh, he died in 1914. Ha ha ha. Or 1905. Ho ho ho. But you and I know, okay. Mm, he even had other kids, you know, mm, somehow, some way. And they are still around doing whatever they are doing. You know, that is still history. Does everyone know the truth? Is everyone allowed to find the truth? So coming back to the household and the family and women being, you were saying that women are the head of the family and men. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I got, you I got saying, to okay. <laughs> You're saying that men are actually at the bottom. I, I think there's a lot of people that are prescribed to that. That, that in thought. in nineteen in nineteen in well in post Germany um um nineteen nineteen thirty seven okay Eva Brown is the person who brought Hitler into the far right Nazis party. Eva Brown was the mistress of Hitler throughout the Third Reich. Eva Brown for children for Hitler even after 1945 yet today me and you 
any mention of the Second World War will make, Adolf Hitler will come out as prime corporate. But history still says Eva Brown was the mastermind of the Third Reich. Let's investigate that more. Coming back to education, coming back to the household, coming back to what boys learn as they're going through their yeah, process of yeah, becoming yeah. men, they see a heavy emphasis, at least in the history books, so now you're moving on to history, they see a heavy emphasis on these male figures. And your <laughs> argument is, actually, there's a lot of women that are behind that, that are behind the scenes, pulling strings, influencing, mm -hmm. that are not mm -hmm. getting women about. That's, mm -hmm. what, that's what you're arguing. Mm -hmm. Why is there a focus on men in the history books? And how does that also influence boys and men? Okay, let's let's go into the history book here, bro. Okay. Now, what do we read in history books? We read about chivalry. Okay. Men should be courteous. Okay. Then we read about barbarians. Women don't go to war. Women stay at home, they look after the kids, and the men do all the hard work, okay? The work of the farm. Man should suffer to eat. He will eat from the sweat of his face. I don't know if an online streamer even sweats, but those guys make money, okay? So again, we can review that one. No, the problem is women have been the writers most of the time. Women, we just keep acting. We are normal. We just keep doing like what will make everyone happy. No, the women sit in the background. They are plotting everything. That is why it is only male figures that you see in shootings, um, in wars, in every other thing. And then after they will say, oh, no, we are blocking women from going there. No, it is their choice. It has always been their choice. They run the show, bro. Okay. Every complaint in the world has been directed towards women suffering. Think about it. Is there, a, um, um, a, I, I don't know me, um, an international day for men? Is there an international one, day for fathers? One thing that I do recognize that for whatever reason, whether it was started by women it is it has been clear throughout throughout at least recent history that whether or not it was started by women or men is being re reinforced by men so you can look at here in the uk women's rights you can look at uh, lots of different countries in 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 the last couple months or the last year or so i did my undergraduate in alabama and alabama is very conservative and the decisions over women's bodies were made only by men. There was no women participating in the decision-making of what ha what can happen to women's bodies. And so I can understand all the movements that promote women's rights, and at least women have a decision at least over themselves, at minimum over themselves. Now it's this. I, I I'm neither way about it, right? I wouldn't I wouldn't 
count out women or at least some women being behind the scenes pulling strings, I wouldn't be surprised. But what's clear and evident in history, and and like you said, history is written, written by the victors, history, the stories are told a certain way, and you, you've actually made me think about how history stories are told, or at least stories told in history, and they're a lot more glamorous and a lot more exciting. Thank you. Thank you. They <laughs> actually were, you know, even if we take the civil rights movements and they've been made a lot more glamorous than they were. You can take um, accounts of of slavery and the slave trades and they've been made a lot more glamorous than they actually were. I mean, I think you can, I think you can look to any history book and it's been watered <laughs> down and sprinkled with lots of gl- glitter. It's been, it's been a glamorization of, of, I don't know me. Um, what would I say? Acts of life. Okay. Like somebody jumps from a tree, they say, Oh, Tarzan has come from the jungle. Yo, wow. that's good, man. That's good. I do want to explore more on what we started off on and, and specifically like academic institutions and the impact on boys and men. Yeah. And maybe we'll come back to religion and history uh, more in the conversation. Mm. I want to explore. You mentioned about the role of state, so the role of government, and yep. what's what's particularly interesting is we mentioned how, just on the same lines, if I adopt the same thinking as you, mm-hmm. education neg- negatively impacts low income households disproportionately, yep. because it gets them stuck in the machine. Yep. If you speak to most low income households and communities, they're voting for democratic rule and democratic rule is generally of the basis of we, the state are going to help you. Conservative rule is, is about less community. Yes. So that that's interesting, especially we're, we're both black and you know, there is a stigma of black people with conservative views. So how how did that all come about and what impact does that have on young boys? And right. Men? That is that is that is a brilliant point, yeah. Now we are in a system where we pay to leave. Okay. That is the democratic system. You have to pay to be alive because basically you're alive because you think the government will subsidize you, right? Let's simplify terms. Okay. In a democratic rule, you are paying to be alive. In a conservative rule, you are happy to be alive because you do what you do and then you see the rewards of your efforts in front of you. So to me, I call both um, um, the two parties, somebody who plants his own food, who has his own garden, and somebody who goes to the shop to buy. The person with the garden, the conservative person, will always have an advantage over you who spends your whole time consuming products from the conservative garden. If I can express myself that way. I think I think I understand and get to what you're saying. I have personal 
not not issues, but I do I do think the the I think at least with conservative views, mm-hmm. when they're talking about young boy young black boys and they're talking about knife crime and they're talking about issues that affect young boys and young men, mm. there is racism. There is yes. Yes. homophobia. There there's a lot of discriminatory views that gets mixed in with that. And potentially that's why, you know, because we as Londoners, as people from the black community saying, yeah, we want to, black people want to own their own and we want to take care of our own community. Yep. And maybe it's the extreme conservative views that put us off actually being, being on their side a little bit more. I think... Um, we we make a mistake between listening to politics and understanding life. Okay. There is a difference between the glamour on the TV and what is happening in your neighborhood. We need to be conscious of that first as black people. Okay. We find it easier to have a pen pal in London where we cannot say hi to the next person we see on the street. And we actually even turn our face if it is a black guy we see. Okay. We are stigmatizing ourselves. Okay. My impression is um, I think we should be tired by now, okay, of constantly crying foul, foul, foul. The society is there. You are white, you prosper. You are black, you prosper. Change your mindset. It is about you. Be on the winning side. You know, you cannot be on the losing side and then you complain, oh, it is because no, you are a loser. End of story. Because if you want your life to be better, you will make decisions based on what you want to enhance your life with. So I cannot apologize for anybody who is going for one side or the other for their own affiliations. Of course, it is their own affiliations. They have their own interests. My interest is I want a community where I can see my kids grow from the crops we grow from our back garden and then we drink a more potable water, we breathe better air. Everyone around us becomes a brother. We become a bigger family. That is what I want for my children. If you so I will I want to challenge you on this. Please. If you have grown up in the system. Yes. And you put your children in the system, or you're a young boy, a young man in the system. Mm-hmm. How can you possibly think like that? You have been cultivated, as you said earlier, to be mm-hmm. a part of the sh- machine. You're thinking the machine. The only way you can see otherwise is if you're from a community that is that has most conservative views on on state involvement, on welfare, on benefits, on all these different issues that are impacting communities. The only way you can the only way you can view that or believe that is if you grew up in that environment. How about you be in the system and then you pull out from the system. Now you can see the system clearly. 
I believe that's easier said than done. It's like when I go and speak to, I have to think about the way I communicate things because when I go to speak at the schools and generally I don't just speak to young boys and young men, but when I'm speaking to the young, young people, I have to also remember, and I'm speaking to them generally in East London and schools I went to in Newham. I, I have to remember where they're at, how how they're growing up. Uh, Most of them, they can't just pull them themselves out of the system. And that's that's given you're in a decent household. That's given you have a mother, you have a father, they're in good health, you have you're not struggling for anything too much. But that's not the case that's not the case with most people. In the in this conversation I would like to understand more how it is possible because I think I think that is a disconnect when we talk about when you see the politicians talk about young boys and the stuff they're doing whether it's sexual assault whether it's crime because these things are a lot higher on board in with boys than girls so crime whether it's homelessness all these statistics are significantly higher with boys and when politicians are debating these issues Many of them, many conservative ones, are saying, well, you know, they're either saying, you know, the parents can just take care of their kids. But we, at the beginning of the conversation, we said it's very, very hard to just, for them to just take care of their kids when they're having to work in the machine. The parents cannot take care of their kids when they are in the machine. Okay, it is literally impossible. So you're suggesting they leave the machine? Listen, I mean, the politicians are the ones dysfunctioning the machine. It is on purpose. It is a system, a system, okay? It is not us. It is neither you nor me. This system is not in charge of what we breed. If not, we would have stopped breeding. Realize that. And your whole philosophy is that education, whether it's the history books, whether it's the academic institutions, whether it's, uh, you mentioned the religious religious institutions, all of them... Illusions. Are illusions destroying boys and men. Those are the ills of humankind. Because if... Let's take it this way. If there was no religion, you won't call me Christian and call another one Muslim. If there was no education, I wouldn't be top grade and then you'll be second grade. If there was no politics, you wouldn't be conservative and I am labor or leave them or whatever. Okay. Um, If there was no differentiation in society, Okay, there will not be single parents, single mother, married three years, divorced five years, 75 years married, two days married, 15 minutes divorced. Um, you wouldn't have all those divisions. You believe that the, you believe that the division, you believe that education creates the division of society, which actually yep. fragments the family. It yep. fragments the development of young people. It fragments yep. the development of boys and men, which then yep. has consequence consequences on the individual, but both the society as a whole. 
and the society, yes. Do you believe the division is natural? I mean, there's, everywhere you look in nature, there's division. No, it is called creation. It is created. Okay. It is created. Mm -hmm. The religions are created. Politics is created. Education is created by a funny guy called Charlemagne in 1871. Okay. So it is just a short story. This form of education is just a recent story. In previous conversations, we spoke about cultures. And we spoke about... And I think I think this will be interesting to talk about. We spoke about the difference in culture. So we're here in the UK, which has a particular attitude to education. But there's other countries with different attitudes to education. And the UK and other countries in Europe have had influences on, let's say, the Caribbean, Africa, Latin America that has potentially disrupted how boys and men develop within their communities. Can you talk yep. more about that? Well, now, um, to talk about that, obviously I can only talk about the African community in which I grew. <clears throat> now, from where I come, um, everyone is a family. Okay. Within... We didn't care whether you were from which tribe or whether you were from which caste or whether you were from which family. You can go anywhere and have your lunch, dinner, breakfast. Wherever you sleep, you wake up, it's a home. That's it. Your mom can lift you up here. You get up there. Another neighbor who saw your mom licking you up will still lick you again for what you did. It is perfectly normal for us. Okay. So then you come to UK where, listen, I lived in a flat for, I think, four years. I didn't even know my next door neighbor. And I'm like, what kind of a place is this? You know, so... The way, the way you grow up, okay, the settings in which you grow up prepares you, prepares your adaptation to nature, you know, to adulthood, to manhood, okay. When you grow in a society where good morning is not even common in the household, how do you expect that child to meet somebody out there and even feel like they connect, you know? and even feel like they connect, you know. We are in a society where FU is more trending than good morning or I love you. Now that is in the statistics, who can argue that? But go in Africa, I am sure good morning, or in Jamaica, good morning, Wagwan is trending there more than the F word. That's just the difference in society put in the clearest terms. You have the diaspora. So outside yeah. of Africa, you have us here in the UK. Yeah. You have African-Americans. I, I consider them the diaspora, but, you know, all over Europe and all over the world, you have mm -hmm. the African diaspora. Mm -hmm. Education starts at home, bro. Sorry? Education starts at home. Okay. 
if the family, if the father or the mother cannot instill education to the child, that child become a product of the society, of the system. It is irrevocable. They split families so that they can collect all the younger ones and put them into the cog. That's all the system is doing. They will separate us, split us, scatter us, dismantle us, because every piece of us is part of their collective cog, part of the system. We are suffering from mental slavery, the black community. There is no physical slavery out there. Anybody can make money online without cracking a sweat. So what is our cry again? There are online shops everywhere. Even you offer free education. What is their complaint? You know, we have been sending handouts. We have been coming, calling everyone together. Are they calling you to get advice from you? Are they seeking you because you have the, the, the knowledge that they require? Why do they always need us to come and come and rescue them? Rescue them. No black community. We too are blacks. We have made it. We are out of the system. Although we still live inside. We have understood what is going on. You know, come to us. We will help you. One, and, and I think we share, I think we share similar perspectives, but different. My, when we, we started and the whole question we're trying to approach is the influence of education yes. on young men. And even though we kind of veered into the black community, I do feel this is still applicable to, to men as a whole and, and boys as a whole, whether you're from, yes, from Eastern yes. Europe or whether you're from Southeast Asia or it doesn't matter. It's still, it's still applicable. But I do recognize through going through the system, I recognize the grip the system can have on you. I recognize yes. that I was just fortunate. It wasn't, yes, I was skilled, but I meet lots of skilled young kids, with young, young boys and men within the system. I was fortunate to come out and I cannot expect young boys and men to come to me when they don't even know, they, they have no idea it's even possible to get out. I always took that on myself as, no, that's my responsibility. One, they have to be looking for a way out. True. That's the only way I can help them if, they, if they're true. looking for a way. If they're not looking for a way out, I can't help them. That's true. But I can't expect them to come to me. That's 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 always the way that I view it. I, I thought that the education system does have a grip on you. It does put you as a cog within the system as a young boy, Thank as you. a young man. And even though there are... You know, we spoke about statistics and, and this show's not really about girls and women, but even though there are statistics where there's a lot of things favourable for boys, but it's still bad. It can be favourable for boys compared to, to compared to girls, but it'd be bad for everybody. And I think potentially that's coming clear that the education system is highly limited and maybe... It's been marketed one way and it's actually doing something completely different to what it's been marketed for. Thank you. Now, bro, yeah, let me jump into that. Now, statistically, okay, I'm glad that we have educated people on your forum, okay? 99% of the economy is run online. Only 1% 
is run outside. Now, do you understand why they say the 1% own the world? Yes, they own the outer world. But we can own the digital world because 99% of the world of Earth is on there. You know? And you believe the education system doesn't allow parents to, to really teach their children these things and actually it counteracts what their parents would teach because if the parents are teaching no actually you can go online and make money and you don't have to go to school but still sending their children to school i can see where the conflict would occur if you're a parent and you're saying no you don't have to go to school to make money and the child being like why are you still sending me to school then why do i have to go to school and that's a much harder conversation no, I actually like that kind of conversation. I will teach my child how to hustle. Is that not what a father is here for? And then the child Directly. and children are smart. They're gonna say, okay, yes, if I if I'm and there's a lot of children making money online already. Lot of money, bro. Uh, there's a lot of kids making money online already, and they'll say, why would why do I need to go to school now? Exactly. Exactly. Because from the onset, they taught the child, listen, you have to make money. And this is a child coming, he's going to school in the morning, coming. I've got to suffer this nonsense for 22 years before I start making money. Now, through playing his little game, he say, oh, oh, daddy, can you pitch me? Yeah, you buy this app, you buy that app. Next thing you know, my guy is making something. You know? And that's only something like what? A seven years old. Okay. It just depends on what you want to base your mind on. Online, you teach your child. You give me any child now. I am hustling with you 24-7. We make it together. Because at the end of the day, it's 99% of Earth's world. Like, how much of it can I get for myself? You know? I already know I'm super abundant. And I'll just keep being abundant. You want to join? Come, let's do it. It is there for you. You just have to want it. That's all. And we're go we're going to wrap up in in a couple minutes. I do want to expand on this the same idea about the education system and maybe dive a little bit deeper one more time into its influence its influence on boys and men. I I found statistics and I I have it written down in my notes somewhere about the high dropout rate of boys. And I would like to ask you, why do you think a lot of boys are dropping out of school? We already have the pressure of being the head of the family. So the breadwinner. Okay. Now, when a young man start kicking at 17, 18, 19, when we start thinking about having a girlfriend, Okay, we start thinking about the responsibilities that pile upon us. You have to buy the gifts, you have to be this, you have to be that, and all that, yeah? Now you get to the stage where you start thinking about kids. Everything you think of is, oh, how to make money. Now you sit in a classroom and then you are thinking, okay, how to make money? 
okay, finish, get this degree. After this degree, you get this doctorate. Okay, the PhD. Bro, that's too long. My girlfriend is pregnant, man. I want a child. Now you are thinking online, and then you stumble upon or oh, become a Twitter affiliate. After a month, you start getting some money, and you are like, wait, I'm still at school. Let me focus with school. Bro, exam time come, and then Twitter affiliate is paying you 475 a week. You are preparing for exam. Now, I'll just leave that, that exam where it is. Okay, I'll follow the money. You know, because it is still my brain. I didn't require anybody to help me. So why not follow something I'm passionate about? And that actually pays the bills than to be going to listen to some boring somebody that's telling his own story. We are tired of education because every time you finish education, they tell you, oh, that key you were finding, the lock has been changed. So now we go direct to source. We go online. We find the lock and the key there. We unlock it. We leave. I think that's a good place to start to wrap it up at. I think it's been an interesting conversation and there's lots of great ideas that we explored upon. We explored upon academic institutions. We explored religions. We explored history and the way history books are written. But the the whole thing comes back to the system is built in a certain way that actually doesn't serve anybody. Yeah. Well, it serves the system. Yeah, yeah, that's the only... It serves the system itself, but that's about it. We, We know it has a negative effect on women, but actually we're focused on guys and boys and men, and it has a negative effect on men too in these varying types of ways. And it starts early. It starts at the the family, the household, and taking young boys out the household and teach them, teaching them from someone that isn't even from the community that's getting paid to do a job, and it's not their real responsibility to teach them, as it would be the parents or the family's responsibility. And from there, a lot of different problems occur. Is that a good summary of some of your ideas and thoughts on the influence of of education on young boys and men? Yeah. I think that's a good condenser of of our chat today. Mm 